Hi guys, welcome to today's episode. I'm very excited because we have a special guest today. We have with us Miss Priscilla Stephen, and she is an author of the upcoming book, The So Fluent Leadership Business Guide, and she helps soul-driven women who are entrepreneurs build their businesses and help them to achieve success. So I'm very excited to talk to her today and find out how she really works with women and how she's gotten to where she is. So welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I am your host, Melissa Oatman from melissaoatman.com. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So thank you for being here with us today, Priscilla. Thank you so much for having me. Hi, everyone. So I'm really excited to dig into what it is that you do because I am a business owner and I know I have several listeners out there who are also business owners and it can be very hard to scale your business and to see some success. And I love that you are kind of using this idea of reaching in and using the soul work to help with that success. So I'm excited to hear what that entails. Um, but how about if you just start by telling us a little bit about yourself and how did you get here? Like, how did you go from where you were to helping other women succeed in their businesses? It was a winding journey, <laughs> unexpected, haphazard, one of those, what the heck, how did this ever happen? So totally unplanned. I've been a coach for 10 years now, um, but before that, I had a 10-year career in environmental policy work. I had a graduate degree in, in environmental affairs, and then um, I did event planning. I started a fashion accessories business for a while, um, and I, when I was doing event planning for about five years, it really was a period of not knowing what I was doing with my life. It was just, okay, this is a temporary sit spot until I can find my way to whatever the next thing is, which I have absolutely no idea what it is. And so, and then um, I ended up in a couple of jobs in the finance world, which I had no business doing. And I had no business being an executive assistant because bless them, they are so talented, but I don't have the talent for all that level of minutia and you know, rep it was awful. So I got fired twice in the same year. My confidence went from, you know, I'm, I'm good at what I do to I love what I do to I suck. And so I took a year off. I was blessed to be able to do that. And I um, took a lot of Tony Robbins's courses that year and found out about the Institute for Integrative Nutrition also known as IIN. And at the time I was really struggling with emotional eating and I figured, well, maybe this might be a good way for me to learn about myself and food. And at the end of the year, you got a coaching certification, you know, to be a health coach. So I figured, okay, this sounds like a good idea. And I thought, well, maybe this might be a nice way to, you know, counsel people. People always come to me for advice and wisdom. And so I ended up doing that kind of, it was kind of like, this is the next step, right? Let's just do whatever the next step is. And so for almost four years, I coached women on their emotional eating. But the funny thing is that I ended up coaching them on their careers. Many of them were eating poorly or disorderly because they were compensating for misalignments in the work that they were doing. They weren't doing work that they loved or they were in really high pressure situations. And once we worked through that, their eating got you know, improved and they just were so much happier. 
And it was an unexpected foray into kind of career coaching through the doorway of eating coaching. Um, but I knew it wasn't quite it. And I, I just didn't know what the, the it was, what that missing piece was. I, I knew that health coaching wasn't my real passion, but I didn't know what the real passion was. The, the, you know, it's, it's that constant sense of, I don't know what the next step is, but I'm just going to you know, just stay where I am until the next step approach, you know, if I figure out the next step and then I'll take the next step. But it really was, I didn't have a plan, you know, at that point. And so I came upon something called the Akashic Records, which you might know. And, um, and when I did some healing work in my own records with my own guides, soul guides, I, it was deeply transformational. And I thought, oh, this is the missing piece, you know, this Akashic Records thing is, is what I've been missing. So I, I became trained in that. I learned to read my own records, which really means I learned to connect with my own soul guides. And we, everyone has that ability. There's nothing special about me. And then I learned to read the records of others, which really meant doing intuitive readings for other people in their Akashic Records and then doing more healing. And then what I found out was that I did a hundred free sessions in two months. I was determined to practice because I felt such responsibility to give people guidance. You know, I got everything from, you know, why did my boyfriend leave me to what is my purpose to why did somebody murder my dad to, I mean, I got everything uh, or, you know, and medical stuff. And I realized that my my real zone of, of, of genius was in a business. Um, and, um, I really did not enjoy the relationship stuff. I have no medical intuition abilities whatsoever, thankfully, cause I don't, I'm not built for that. And so, um, and so then I changed my business from health coaching to what I do now, which is intuitive business coaching, really providing the business strategy with the soul guidance. And, and it's very, it's amazing what information can come through in the Akashic Records for business in terms of marketing copy and marketing plans, strategies, business offers, um, healing. It's, it's incredible. And so um, I was telling people's marketing plans for their business and, and so much, and it was just really rewarding. I was like, wow, this is really cool stuff. And so then as I was helping people grow their businesses, you know, people that really appreciated that kind of spiritual, soulful, soul-based approach to business, um, I, my own guides asked me to write a little book, to channel a little book from the records, which became this entire body of work on leadership archetypes, which is helping you understand kind of like your soul's leadership language, right? How, how does your soul... How are you now? Think of it like your, I guess, like your Myers-Briggs, you know, for your, your personality type for leadership. And so the Soul Fluent Leadership Archetypes were born and a body of work. And, it, and then I realized I had this ability to channel very dense, rich bodies of work, too. And there are five leadership archetypes. And um, there's the mystic, which I am, and I suspect you might be, too, Melissa. You know, we are here to use our intuitive and healing gifts to create the, make the world a better place. There's a visionary who's a disruptor. There's a strategist who's very data and process driven. There's the explorer that lives experientially. And there's a divine feminine archetype that is very much community and collaboration focused and driven. And so the Soul Fluent Leadership Business Guide, which is what you were referring to earlier, which is coming out this September, 
is a how-to guide to grow your business in alignment with your specific SoulFluent leadership archetype. So if you are a mystic, how do you do your marketing, your social media, your, um, what is your manifestation style? How do you deal with your team? How do, what is your money consciousness? Um, how do you show up in your business? What's your business model? Um, and so it really gives you some parameters and a framework to understand yourself better as a leader through the lens of the archetype and also a path forward to build and grow your business in alignment with your innate leadership style and strengths. So that gets us to where we are today, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> That's a lot. That's quite a journey, I have to say. Um, but I, I always say that as a coach, it's really great when you've been through all of that yourself, because I think that helps you in helping others that they're, you know, it sounds like at the beginning, you were very much out of alignment with, with your career and what you wanted to do and what you thought you should be doing. And I think a lot of people feel that way. I think a lot of people struggle with that, that piece in their life where they know that they're not doing the thing that really brings them joy, or they think they're not really on their life path. They're not living their purpose. So can you speak to us more about that? Like how you have someone that comes to you and it's just like, oh, I'm very unfulfilled in my job and I don't like what I'm doing and it's a struggle. How do you walk them through that process of, of finding what really does bring them joy? Yeah, I think that for me, there are a few things that just pop up always. And this goes for business clients too. start with desire, right? What, what would you love to have your reality be in terms of the day, your day, how you want to feel? I think how we want to feel is such a good indicator, right? Because really so many goals that we seek to achieve are to experience a certain feeling that that we think that that goal will create right and so if you are let's say in a tech job and you feel pressured and um, unappreciated and you just don't like using that side of your brain and let's say you would like to do creative work or creative writing or marketing copy for example or um, then Let's connect to the feeling. Why does that feel good to you? Do you then we look at skill set? Do you have some transferable skills? If not, how can we start to apply those? And sometimes some people are ready to make the jump um, financially, and others need to just take a step by step, you know, baby step approach. And then looking at, okay, so what pace is, feels comfortable to you, both emotionally and also financially? And then, um, and then identify what might those steps be and what could that first step be like? And then we need to work through their mindset, you know, oh my God, and all the fears. Well, can I really do this? Can I make money from this? I'm so afraid, this is so new. So making sure that there's a support network and some people that they can meet or a group that they can join or a community of like-minded people. And then, um, and then I think it's important to stay connected to the vision, you know, so that when you get stuck or when there are bumps in the road that you know that um, what you're going after is, is really something worthwhile and it's worth worthy of your effort and struggles and um, frustrations that might come along the way. 
Um, and so those are just some of the thoughts, but I think it's important to honor the desire. I think it's important to honor your needs, you know, because I think sometimes if you're a single mother with a few kids and, you know, and you have a job, it, it's important to honor that, you know, that your basic Maslow needs are taken care of. And then let's look at, okay, so what, what can we do to move you forward? And I think pacing is as important as anything else, you know, and honoring where you are, like the season of your life, what's going on in your life, um, so that you you stretch, but you're not overstretched to the point of paralysis, or um, it's just too much for you to, it's not a sustainable pace. Yeah, I think that's really important because a lot of people, one of the things I think that keeps them from trying to look at other options is just fear that, you know, I'm too old, this is too late in my life, or I am the sole person responsible financially for the family. And so I cannot leave the job that I'm in now to try to do something new without that safety net. You know, I think that there's a lot of people who are afraid of those things. So I like that you say they don't have to make the leap all in one, you know, like, oh, do you have to do it tomorrow? But how do you help people who maybe are interested in taking those steps so they just don't even know where to start? Mm -hmm. Well, for me, what helped me was um, I did a few personality tests. I actually did the Myers-Briggs. I got some, some personal development books. I just, you know, just looked at some workshops, you know, there's so much still online now, there's so much more online now, that just help you just understand yourself a little bit better, or maybe talk to friends, you know, I, I actually did that thing of asking my friends, what, when you think of me, what are you, what are the qualities that you think that I have, or what are the talents and skills that I have, or when you think of me, what adjectives come to mind? It's funny when, you know, you get reflected back of how people see you, right? And um, I tend to work with people that already have an established business, you know, they've been doing what they do for a while. But I also did go through that transition more than once of like, what, what am I good at, you know, and, and I think, I think that persistence and resilience is a really critical um, element to getting to what it is and keeping an open mind, right, because you never know how the path is going to where it's going to take you. Um, so and maybe for each person, it's a little bit different. Maybe there's a friend that says, look, I need someone to do part-time this. Do you want to give it a try? And then you try it and then you love it that you never thought you would like. So I think there's a little bit of serendipity that can go into it too along the process. Um, but for me, it was just like, okay, well, let me just see if I can take some tests that can help me understand myself and then asking people. And then, and for a while, even, I even hired a career coach to help me figure out three completely different career tracks. One was fashion, one was like opening a franchise and one was, I don't know what it was. And as I spent six months just researching online and just doing informational interviews, I realized that I didn't like any of them. One was too expensive, one paid too little. Like fashion, I felt that the industry was just crazy and they paid very little money and it was just kind of neurotic. And I was like, well, that's just not the kind of environment that I would like. 
Um, and franchises were just, I didn't have the capital for that at the time. And I can't remember what the third one was, but there was always something that was kind of a deal breaker. So, you know, while it was frustrating to have spent six months pursuing three tracks that really didn't lead to anything, at least I gave myself the chance to explore them and I ruled them out. It doesn't mean that, you know, I couldn't do something down the road, but I guess in those, but the way that I was thinking about them career-wise weren't, weren't an option. Um, and so I really gave my, and I, and I was working at the time I was doing this, you know, on the side. So it's just, um, sometimes it can take a little while to dig, you know, and explore, do an internship, talk to people. And today there are so many resources online, perhaps even a bit too much, but um, that can give you an insight on what is this career like? What could it, you know, there's LinkedIn, which can be a wonderful resource to connect with people and ask for informational interviews. Informational interviews, I think, are wonderful. Talk to people that are doing what you would like to be doing. Um, or ask them what their journey was like and see that, you know, you're not alone. I think that's a big thing, you know, because sometimes I think I'm the only person that doesn't know what they want to do with their lives, you know. I mean, it was also awful because I had spent a decade in the, in the environmental uh, field. You know, I knew so many people. My identity was so enmeshed with, I worked for these organizations and I was so respected. And then all of a sudden, who am I if I'm not this person? Who am I if I don't have a title or, or people don't recognize where I work? It was, a, it was, it was, that was the first dark night of the soul period of, I felt defeated and embarrassed and ashamed that I had completely burned out from a career. I was just like, I can't do this anymore. It's just too hard. Um, not the work was hard, but it was hard to be so passionate about helping the environment and just feeling like there were so many forces that were working against what I thought was so important. And I just, I lost the drive to keep pushing forward and I lost the faith. I became quite cynical. Um, and I just, it was just too hurtful. I had to step away. I, I was truly done at that point. And it was heartbreaking because I'd invested 10 years of my life. I'd invested a graduate degree, you know, internships, you know, it was like it really consumed my life. So to step away from that was, was heartbreaking and crushing, soul crushing and really scary because I had no idea what I was going to do a lot, you know. And then I had heard that, you know, use your transferable skills. And since I'd done event planning, I figured let me do that. But, you know, event planning is another neurotic, un, un, satisfying, um, very brutal kind of field where, you know, there's so many demands on you. I'm like, this is awful. And so, and I also had terrible bosses that were just cruel and demean and demeaning, truly demeaning. It was just like one thing after the next. And it was just like more just like confidence crushing. So, but it was good because it, it kind of led me to do some workshops and just self-development things. You know, I wanted to find love. I wanted to understand why I was eating so much, um, gaining 30 pounds, losing 30 pounds, gaining, you know, there was some, like, there was something off. And so just starting that journey of introspection, that was really helpful. Um, and um, I think that there's that element too. There's the self-development track as, as we're trying to figure out what we want to do with our lives or even grow our businesses how can we learn more about ourselves? And that's on my website too. I say, you know, when you know yourself better, you lead better. And so my archetypes help you understand yourself better as a leader. But there are so many, you know, different 
options and programs and and strengths finders and all these kinds of different things as mystical or non-mystical as you wish that can um, help you connect to yourself and um, ultimately for life and also for business and leadership. I think that self-trust is the ultimate um, skill that we can have to trust ourselves, our instincts, our intuition, to learn really to understand how our intuition communicates with us, right? Some people it's a gut feeling, for some people they can, it's a feeling or it comes in dreams or something. Um, really having that rapport and that fluency with how we get messages or how we get this you know, human design, I think for um, generators like I am, it's like, you know, you get this, uh-huh, or uh-uh, you know? And so it's just like, okay, well, what are different ways that I can understand my system so I can trust my instincts and my decisions? Because the thing is, when you're truly living on your soul's path and following the beat of your own drum instead of what society tells you to do or climbing a corporate ladder or building a successful business and all the things that people tell you that requires, you will be faced with a ton of decisions daily. You know, do I invest in this? Do I say yes to this event? Do I take on this client? Do I raise my price? Do I offer something new? Do I not? Do I do my new website now? There's so many decisions that we have to make every single day. How are you going to know what is the best decision for you? What is your internal system ecosystem telling you in terms of nudges and insights and intuition? And also, how do you make your decisions from a uh, really um, healthy place versus the shoulds or, um, oh, I guess, you know, or just impulsively. And then you go, oh, you know, I had to learn this for myself and I'm, I'm grateful for human design is I think there's something called emotional clarity. Um, and I'm, I guess like that. So for example, if I get excited about something, I can go in the high, I'm like, oh, that sounds great. But then I've learned that, you know, unless it's such a really gut yes in the moment, I need to sleep on something. I need to wake up in the morning and usually in the morning, I'm like, okay, I know. Or if I'm, if, or at least I know what I need to do to get the answer if I don't have the the yes or the no clear to me. Some people do muscle testing. Some people do dousing with a pendulum. Some people meditate, you know, and sometimes it's a mixture of these things. Um, sometimes you need to call a friend. So how are you creating that internal fortitude and strength so that you know to trust yourself with anything, you know, and that you're your own best friend um, as you navigate through life's decisions? Yeah. I really love that you said that because I really think that in life, sometimes we don't really understand how important it is to connect to our own intuition, our own higher selves. And I love that you also use the Akashic records in what you do to help people. Now, if there are people out there listening, I know that we've talked about Akashic records on my podcast before, but if there's anyone out there maybe who isn't really too familiar with what that is, how do you what is the Akashic record and how do you go in and, and use that to help people make better decisions about their business? Yeah, so the Akashic records I always tell people is a really a beautiful tool for self-empowerment. The Really the Akashic records is, um, is described as a um, kind of like your book of life or a, my friend calls it the Google database for your soul, right? It's a place that you can tap in. It's a 
in, place in the ether where you can access it through a prayer you know, and, and you can learn how to access it. And then you connect to your guides that are there to, they've been accompanying your soul and you can have a communication with your guides and ask them questions and you can ask for healing. Sometimes you can just hang out in the energy of love and truth, which is such a wonderful high vibe energy to be in. And so it's a, it's a way to connect to your, your guides. They're called the record keepers. And um, they provide clarity and support and healing and um, direction. Again, it's not predictive or psychic, but it does provide a sense of direction to move you forward. Um, and sometimes it's unpredictable. Sometimes they give you some winding, you know, uh, suggestions to help you get insights on things about yourself or what you're creating. Um, and it's a really great tool to connect to your, your soul and that part of you that's really here to um, help you live your best life from a space of truth and love and, um, and self-empowerment. You know, the, if you come to the records, you have to come with your own questions. You have to be open and trusting of the guidance. It's not a passive place where you just sit back and kind of like a tarot reading and just wait until someone tells you what, what's going on. Um, it's very interactive. It's a place, space of personal freedom and uh, an empowerment and conscious choice. It really gets you to say like, hey, what do you want? What are you committed? It's kind of like it holds your butt to the, to the fire at times, many times. Um, and so it's a great space for um, self-awareness and spiritual development and growth. And I find that I attract many people that want to learn about the records and I'm actually going to be teaching for the first time in October, teaching people how to access their own Akashic records virtually. Um, and um, I'm kind of slightly scared, terrified and excited because I've always referred it out. And now after seven years working in the Akashic records and helping people, it's my turn to teach them how to access it, but it's a great tool. And if it calls and speaks to you, you know, um, I highly recommend that you trust it, that poll, you know? I love that. I really think that is a useful tool because, you know, when we can start learning how to trust our own higher selves more and trust our intuition and trust what we already know is our path, that's a huge thing. And I think so many people allow fear to come in and say, oh, no, I should be doing this because everyone says this is what I should be doing. Or, you know, I did this job because I got my degree in this. And so I need to stick with that. And I think we just get stuck in that old record that plays over and over again of like, I shouldn't switch careers. I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't take a risk. So I love that you're going in and looking at like, what is best for me? You know, instead of worrying about everybody else, what do I want? What would make me happy? What's going to be the most beneficial to myself? So I love that you're helping people discover their path, their true path, and helping them to really get clear and find clarity on what that is. And I think that's very hard for a lot of business owners. And it's especially hard to do by yourself. It is. It is hard. You know, I, I was just thinking that too, that I'm, I'm really, you know, after COVID quarantine where I was so isolated, I think like so many of us, I'm, I'm really craving more community and me just meeting new people and getting fresh insights and I'm very much an extrovert. So I need to be out and 
connecting to people. That's how I, I flourish. Then I need to, you know, be a hermit and replenish, but I love being around people. And, and so it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a process. No, nobody can build a business. It takes a village to build, uh, to build a business. And that's a good thing. You know, it really is. I love that. So if there's anyone out there who is interested in either, because you just mentioned that you have a class coming up in October to teach people how to access their own Akashic records. If there's anyone out there who's maybe interested in taking that class, or maybe there's some business owners out there who want to work with you just to get more clarity on their business and where they should go. What's the best way for people to follow you or work with you? So my website, PriscillaStefan.com, on there too, there's a free three-minute quiz that will help you identify your soul-fluent leadership archetype of the five. And then you, there'll be, if you opt in, you'll get a little bit more, a few more goodies to help you understand how to apply your archetype into your business. There's my upcoming book, of course, on there too. And also on there, you can also find all the details about the Akashic Records training, which is October 23rd and 24th on, 4th on Zoom. Um, so everything is on my website and also on Instagram. I share quite a bit of content. It's at Priscilla Stefan, you know, Instagram.com forward slash Priscilla Stefan. Um, so those are the two best places or Facebook too. But um, my website is the, the hub. It's really beautiful, updated website. So come on over and you can learn all about me over there. We'll have all of those links in the show notes too. So you can go right there and, and click directly to get to her website. Uh, one of the things that I always like to do is to ask our guests to leave our viewers, our listeners with one piece of wisdom, maybe something that you wish you would have known earlier on in your life, or just some, some little nugget of wisdom that can help them moving forward. So if you could impart something with them, what might that be? Um, your desires and your dreams are sacred. That's how your soul is speaking to you and guiding you along the way. So no matter how crazy or far away it might seem or unlikely, you know, I always had two great dreams to change the world and to, to meet my life partner. And they both took a long time to be reached. So honor and trust your dreams and make sure to protect them because there are many people that are afraid of life and so they think they're helping us by keeping us real you know realistic and they really aren't helping at all so trust your dreams and honor them and then trust yourself with your dreams and um if it's really important to you trust that if you just keep going the next step will emerge and appear or resource or person or what have you and that it you know your time will come you know it may not look the way you think it would but you'll know when it's the right the right fit you know and so just just keep going and trust those dreams and trust those desires and protect them fiercely because that's really guiding you along your path all right i love that love it love it love it and remember guys your dreams do not expire so stop putting an expiration date on them. If it hasn't happened yet, doesn't mean it's not going to just keep going. You might have to retool, tweak some things, but um, keep going because you know, your dreams, you, they matter. They really do matter. Well, I want to thank you so much, Priscilla, for being here with us today. 
Thank you so much for having me, Melissa. And it's been such a pleasure and an honor to be um, contributing to your community. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. And I want to thank all of you for being here with us today. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. And the greatest compliment you can pay me is to share this podcast with anyone you think might also benefit from it. Don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live Mondays at, on Facebook at 630 Central, where I do a free card reading. If you show up for the live, I'll pull a card especially for you. And if you want to work with me, you can go to my website, melissaoatman.com. There you'll see all the services I offer, and you can schedule a free discovery call with me if you want to see how I might best serve you. I hope that you guys are having a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. As always, I'm sending you so much love and light. And I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.